Hare Krishna. I welcome all to everyday Chant Hari Nam conference room. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Ramagiridari Das Prabhu from India to enlighten us on verse 13 and 14 from chapter 11, uh, Canto 5. Uh, Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much for your um, association with association today. Please take over the call, Prabhu, whenever you are ready. Hare Krishna, thank you so much. Uh, it's a pleasure always to be in the assembly of Vaishnavas. So we will start with some invocation prayers. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Jaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jaya Mudiraye Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevayam Bhagavati Uttamashloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki So, Shloka number 7 Avanayam Vyavahara Sadavi Kshetra Gnasakshyo Bhavatistula Shukshmaha Tasman Mano Lingamado Vadanti Guna Gunatvasya Paravarasya Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Samishla Prabhupada Shla Prabhupada Gijay Translation The mind makes the living entity within this material world wandered through different species of life and thus the living entity experiences mundane affairs in different forms as a human being demigod is that the, this verse i think i've dealt it before uh, am i supposed to do seven today hello prabhuji 13 14. okay i'm so sorry i referred no to the wrong words okay okay I thought this verse that this is the verse I did last week. Uh, yes. You know, yeah. Yes. Thirteen, fourteen. Thank oh, you. Sir. Thank you. One second. Thirteen and fourteen. Okay. Chetragnya Atma Purusha Puranam. Sakshat Swayam Jyotira Jafaresham Narayano Bhagavan Vasudevaham Swamaya Yatman Avadiyamanaham Yatanilasta Varajangamanam Atmaswarupe Nani Visha Ishet Evamparo Bhagavan Vasudevaham Shetrajna Atme the Manupravishtaham Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Samishla Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation. There are two kinds of Kshetragnya. The living entity as explained above and the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is explained as follows. He is the all-pervading cause of creation. He is full in himself and is not dependent on others. He is perceived by hearing and direct perception, he is self-effulgent and does not experience birth, death, 
old age or disease he is the controller of all the demigods beginning with the lord brahma he is called narayana and he is the shelter of living entities after the annihilation of this material world he is full of all opulences and he is the resting place of everything material he is therefore known as vasudeva the supreme personality of godhead by his own potency he is present within the hearts of all living entities just as the air or vital force is within the body bodies of all beings moving and non moving in this way he controls the body in his partial feature the supreme personality of godhead enters all bodies and controls them purport this is confirmed in bhagavad gita 15.15 sarvasya chaham hriti sannivishto mattah smriti gyanam apohanam cha every living being is controlled by the supreme living being paramatma who resides within everyone's heart he is purusha the purusha avatara who creates this material world the first purusha avatara is mahavishnu and that mahavishnu is the plenary portion of the plenary portion of the supreme personality of godhead krishna krishna's first expansion is baladeva and his next expansions are vasudeva sankrishna aniruddha and pratyumna vasudeva is the original cause of the brahma jyoti and the brahma jyoti is the expansion of the rays of the body of vasudeva yashya prabha prabhavato jagadanda koti koti swasesha vasudhaati vipuri minnam tad brahma nishkala manantam asesha bhutam govindam aadi purusham tamaham bajami i worship govinda the primeval lord who is endowed with great power the glowing effulgence of his transcendental form is the impersonal brahman which is absolute complete and unlimited and which displays the varieties of countless planets with their different opulences in millions and millions of universes the supreme personality of god is thus described in bhagavad gita maya tatam idam sarvam jagat avyakta murtina matstani sarva bhutani nachaham teshva avasthitah by me in my unmanifested form this entire universe is pervaded all beings are in me but i am not in them this is the position of the plenary expansions of krishna as the all pervading vasudeva sankrishna pradyumna and aniruddha om ajnana timirandasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshuran militam yenam tasmay shri gurave namaha namaom vishnupadaya krishna prashtaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta swamin iti namine namaste saraswati deve gauravani pracharine nirvishesha shunyavadi paschatya deshatarine jai shri krishna chaitanyam prabhu nityanandam shri advaita gadadar seva sadi gaurabhakta vrinda hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare rama ram ram hare hare kshetra gnatma purusha purana 
साक्षात स्वयं ज्योतिरज परेश नारायणो भगवान्सुदेव स्वयात्मधीयम यतालस्तावरजंगण आत्मस्वेण निविष्ट ईशेम परो भगवान्सुदेव क्षेत्र आत्मेदनुप्रविष्ट There are two kinds of Kshetrajna, the living entity as explained above and the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is explained as follows. He is the all-pervading cause of creation. He is full in himself and is not dependent on others. He is perceived by hearing and direct perception. He is self-effulgent and does not experience birth, death, old age or disease. He is the controller of all the demigods beginning with Lord Brahma. He is called Narayana. He is shelter of living entities after the annihilation of this material world. He is full of all appearances and he is the resting place of the material, everything material. He is therefore known as Vasudeva, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By his own potency, he is present within the hearts of all living entities. Just as the air or vital force is within the bodies of all being moving and non moving in this way he controls the body in his partial feature the supreme personality of god enters all bodies and controls them before i start uh, sharing my reflection i want to sincerely offer my respects to all of you assembled vaishnavas as well as all my predecessors with whose help and blessings i am practicing krishna consciousness and definitely shrimad bhagavatam is such a vibrant potent and wonderful um presentation of krishna prem if you really relish shrimad bhagavatam in the assembly of vaishnavas there is unlimited knowledge that we can always learn so the more you churn shrimad bhagavatam the more we have nectar for us to drink and shila prabhupad as always has done a fantastic um service of giving bhaktivedanta purports without which these appreciations would be impossible this one shloka is in itself having so many lessons to learn if we just pick up one line or one one portion of this uh, we would uh, need more sessions to go over that so from that perspective in the next 40 45 minutes let's churn this particular shloka and try to learn as much as possible that we could uh, do in the next 45 minutes i will as always uh, try to divide the learnings into multiple reflections because when we learn and classify them we have a take home message to meditate on 
and to also eventually apply it upon ourselves. This session may have few technical information also because Jada Bharata is explaining the Lord's transcendental position with some technical information. For those of you who have missed the portion in between, the context here is Jada Bharata who was actually doing a kind of a menial service for King Rahuguna. Eventually Rahuguna realized the position of Jada Bharat. Now is learning from Jada Bharata and Jada Bharata is trying to share the words of wisdom based on his present and past experience. So the position of King Rahuguna is pretty much the position of Practicing devotees, where we have to inherit, learn the basics and the lessons that King Raghuna is being taught by Jada Bharata. So that's the context. Number one, first reflection in this current context is about Krishna's function and Krishna's different uh, uh, forms for different functions. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the Rupa Siksha, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very nicely explaining this, which Srila Prabhupada consolidates them in teachings of Lord Chaitanya in three chapters. So, the first reflection is about the Lord's form and their classifications. The Lord is actually participating, relating with different people through different channels. So I am going to talk about three clusters of information in this first reflection. So all of them are a bit technical. So as much as uh, we all could you know, remember and appreciate, it will be wonderful to note because the Lord's transcendental pastimes and activities are ever increasing, ever exciting. So from that perspective, um, we will discuss about these three clusters of information. First cluster of information is about different forms, vis-a-vis different functions of the Lord. Number one, the Lord comes as Swayam Rupa. Second is called Tadek Atma Rupa. Third is called Avesha Rupa. I repeat, the Lord manifests Himself in Swayam Rupa. Second is called Tadekatma Rupa. Third is called Avesha Rupa. In Swayam Rupa, 
there are further classification down teachings of lord chaitanya if you remember if you read chapter 6 7 8 in that you know some of the chapters have got so detailed information on all these things so swayam roopa of the lord is meant for his own leelas like when 5000 years before krishna appeared and performed some pastimes the same shyam sundara form of the lord from the goloka brindavanam descended and performed the pastimes swayam roopa there are further more technical information which you all i let you all read so in that it is the lord and his immediate expansions like balaram as prabhupada explains in this purport that the lord and his immediate expansions for them to do two things protect the devotees and enjoy with devotees the lord performs his leela this is the lord's personal leela for his pleasure for the pleasure of devotees this is done by the swayam roopa form of the lord no there is something called as tadekatma roopa tadekatma roopa form of the lord is about him doing his administrative function maintenance function looking after the jeevatmas not just living entities looking after the entire creation for this he has created different administrative structure mahavishnu garbhodaka sai vishnu kshiradaka sai vishnu then further you know he becomes surya narayana then further he becomes uh, you know uh, different personalities and different uh, for different functions but eventually they are all different forms of the lord so this is called tadekatma roopa where he does his administrative and looking after function the third is called avesha roopa we call as shakti avesha avesha roopa in which the lord bestows a special benediction with some of his own qualities blessed upon a jeevatma like for example prithu maharaj is an avesha roopa like that there are several shakti avesha avatars who are by design jeeva but on whom the lord has bestowed special benediction upon them at least we need to know this classification because here jada bharata is starting to explain the transcendental position of the supreme lord he is starting to explain identifying the paramatma within but he has expanded this paramatma is just not localized partial feature of the lord sitting in every jeeva's heart or sitting next to the soul that's not limited to that so he is beginning with that but eventually he is going to expand this much much more in the shlokas to come so the first part first information is about how the lord expands a similar information that we need to know is about the lord when he has to the same information swayam tadegatma aveshwarupa 
can be stated in a slightly different configuration where the lord comes as himself his expansions his reflections his empowerments and eventually for enlightenment he manifests in these different ways himself similar to swayam rupa his expansions balaram to you know all different expansions his reflections is about lord shiva lord shiva is considered as the avatar in a reflection of the lord then we talk about avesha in which shakti avesha and the lord comes as holy name for enlightenment so that way the supreme lord is expanding making himself available for all the jeevatmas in some form or the other yeyatam maam prapadyante tam stataiva bajamyaham this is the second set of information the third set of information is this same lord when he has to present himself he is available through the medium of goloka brindavan dham when people are in aware he is present in goloka dham number 2 he is present in his leela number 3 he is present in bhaumya brindavan dham or buloka vaikuntha or wherever the lord's dham uh, is there he is present in his archa vigraha form and is also present as holy name so the lord in goloka brindavan dham and sixth one is he is present as paramatma so these sets of information tells us the lord is available for his own enjoyment his own duties and his own desire to help us rescue the society at large to eventually take up spirituality so that's all if you know this at least we are theoretically clear about the lord's positioning ishwara sarva bhutanam hrideshu arjuna tishtati brahmyam sarva bhutani antarudani maya so the lord is sitting in everyone's heart as paramatma and as janabharata is explaining here yantra rudani mayaya he is actually helping that function so to conclude my first reflection the first reflection is about the technicalities of how the lord makes himself available first is the channel second is on the ways third is the place that he is so all three have their own internal correlation but as of now let us accept them as some set of information the reason this information is relevant and important is that's my second reflection where as jadabharata is explained to rahuguna it's a duty of every individual 
to learn to recognize learn to acknowledge learn to identify learn to establish that krishna and krishnas are the two truths anything beyond is just maya krishna is the supreme personality of god about whom we are talking and krishna everything belongs to the lord as it is explained here he is the enjoyer he is the benefactor he is the resting place he is present in everyone's heart everything belongs to him so basically take you know we are saying it is bhagavan bhagavan ka krishna and krishnas if anyone thinks there are truth over and beyond this it is simply but only illusion there is no truth beyond this there is nothing in this world that can be separated that can be eliminated that can be removed from the lord and still be presented as truth so from that perspective it is imperative for every practitioner to learn to acknowledge i have said this in several se- sessions but in this context it is imperative to repeat that because we are trying to establish janabardha is trying to establish the supremacy of the lord and how he is all pervading so from a sadhaka's perspective from a practitioner's perspective that everything belongs to krishna and we are caretakers he is the owner and we have to look after for his benefit it is all his and we are just the recipient of his mercy he is the enjoyer we are the enjoyed if this understanding is also there with the first understanding and second understanding put together at least we know where to position ourselves if we do not know to position ourselves correctly if we position ourselves wrong if we position ourselves in some unscrupulous manner then we will be at the receiving end so from that perspective when we know how krishna is revealing presenting himself and if you also know that it is him who is a controller upadrishta anumanta cha bharta bhokta maheshwaraha 13th chapter of bhagavad gita krishna explains my dear arjuna upadrishta anumanta cha he says i am the observer upadrishta anumanta i only give sanction i am the sanctioning authority bharta bhokta maheshwara i am your friend i am your benefactor i am the maheshwara i am the supreme controller and i wish to support help walk along with you till the point in time you are able to exit the cycle of birth and death so from that standpoint it is always proper right you know another purports in bhagavad gita if i am right even the digestive function in the body is possible because of the presence of paramatma so technically paramatma's presence 
along with atma's presence makes a body functional otherwise paramatma and atma when they are removed it is called dead body and atma alone doesn't travel paramatma always accompany the reason is it is out of paramatma supreme lord's personal desire as our eternal father he chose to travels along with the jiva till the jiva realizes that till the jiva turns around witnesses paramatma's directives and eventually quit the cycle of birth and death in the bhagavad gita in the initial few pages when shri prabhupada uses different plates different uh, artwork one of the famous artwork that shri prabhupada refers is about this parrot two parrots sitting in a tree one eating the fruit another one is just an observer and prabhupada gives that as an example allegory to establish the relationship between jeevatma and paramatma how jeevatma is indulging in activities and paramatma is an observer of those activities and paramatma sanctions for the desire of the jeevatma so my second reflection is about krishna and krishnas that the supreme lord and his resources if they are properly understood then our natural alignment of thinking and functioning is clarified now comes the third aspect of it or the third reflections how do we as a practicing devotee how do we learn to correlate in our own lives krishna's presence because krishna does not immediately reveal his shyamasundara form to conditioned soul like us so at the same time we need to learn to recognize him so how do we recognize him it is important that we learn to be conscious that if i am chanting if i am serving if i am sincere if i am clear on my practices and still a specific set of results are awarded to me i need to have the maturity in understanding that these results are something that krishna has awarded to us and want us to go through that in the sense a person learns this is exactly what jada bharata began his conversation with rahuguna in our verse number 7 and even earlier that's what we we spoke jada bharata is telling that just by our minds and thoughts and actions our next body our future life our next set of actions are decided so when our mind and thought process have to be aligned so better we align them in a manner by which it will benefit the soul rather than being detrimental so my third reflection hence is to present this part 
that how the supreme lord for the sake of helping for the sake of uh assisting all of us he is trying to um walk along with us in different forms sometimes in the form of a challenge sometimes in the form of a happiness sometimes in the form of some you know experience that we would have not thought of sometimes in the form of reward sometimes in the form of punishment for a practicing devotee one need to learn to recognize them also as krishnas here in the uh, whole shloka jadabharata is trying to drive home a point of how the lord being a vital force so in our own day to day functioning if we learn to recognize oh i have been chanting but still some challenges came my way so maybe that is how krishna wanted to correct me oh there are some other journey unexpectedly came my way oh maybe that is how krishna wanted me to function as i mentioned in the past shila prabhupad writes in teachings of lord kapila or queen kunti either of the one book he writes in one place he says my businesses were going on very nicely one fine day i saw my businesses starting to collapse i was completely bewildered prabhupada was trying to reflect upon his own life huh? so he said i was completely bewildered not sure that what is going on but when my business you know suddenly started to collapse while i was confused but very soon i realized that this is the lord's arrangement for me to commence to get into action what my spiritual master wanted so apparently my business failure is my success in krishna consciousness this example of the situation is referred here because the lord cannot can or cannot come in the form of shama sundara he comes and reaches out to us and works and talk and be with us in the form of our lifestyle lifestyle experiences so if a person is conscious of the previous two facts of how and what way krishna manifests himself and how everything belongs to krishna for him to accept the third reflection is very easy more so when the lord is trying to give these experiences to us he is also ready to support to help us come out of it it is like a parent trying to teach the children and the children when they don't listen the parent arranges some special arrangement for the children to learn for example if the child is studying in a school if the child is not able to study well the parent is arranging for a special coaching class even in the coaching class if he is not able to study well the parent is arranging for 
you know, a one-on-one tuition. If even that is not working out very well, then the student is put into a boarding school where discipline is integrated in the learning process. So technically, the child might think that a person who is calling himself as my parent, why is he rude on me? Why is he being very uh, unconsiderate? But later stage, when the same person grow up and trying to become a successful one, that's when you will remember that all that my parents did to me was meant for my growth. I am just giving this as an example. Probably in every case, uh, this um, example need not be applied because different family circumstances, different uh, reactions are there in the process. But the message here is, the Lord is in some way or the other want us to be situated properly so that we can acknowledge Him, serve Him and eventually go to Him. The last reflection and the fourth reflection uh, of this particular uh, shloka or this particular context is, Jadabharata is now in a very realized state. He has accepted what opportunity he missed. He has completely, he is completely conscious that the missed opportunity costed him two more lifetimes. So he is trying to directly get to the point to King Rahuguna and urge him to take this up very seriously. So the messages of Jada Bharata to King Rahuguna, you will always see that he will not beat around the bush. Jada Bharata is directly coming to the point and try to urge everyone to take advantage of the Supreme Lord's presence. So the reflection here is in Srila Prabhupada's teachings, in Srila Prabhupada's directives to all his students, Srila Prabhupada was also not wasting any time. Srila Prabhupada directly gave everyone the process of Krishna consciousness wherein eventually one has to realize the Lord in Goloka Vrindavandam but then because of one's conditioning one may not be able to realize that so Srila Prabhupada gave the most easiest form of the Lord one can correlate which is the holy name and when the holy name is chanted when somebody comes in contact with the holy name of the Lord then naturally one develops some hope as well as relationship, as well as maturity so that he can directly get into the action of it without beating around the bush. The point that Srila Prabhupada constantly says is that this holy name which is a direct representative, direct form of the Supreme Lord Golokera Premadana Hari Nama Sankirtana so this form of the Lord is made available to us in Kaliuga as a special case because the Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come down and is equally relishing the Radha Bhava and in that ecstasy he is profusely distributing Krishna Prem. So for us to 
take advantage of this Krishna Prem made available by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We might need to directly we can we can directly latch on to the lotus feet, the uh, holy name, the lotus feet of the devotees as well as the holy name of the Lord by which one can get advantage of it, fast forward the journey. So, so far, I had given four reflections. So, look at the four reflections. The first one, we spoke about different forms of the Lord, different ways and be, by which these forms are, you know, exhibited, and different medium by which one can access these forms. Then we spoke about Krishna and Krishnas, how the Lord is present in this material world and how He owns everything. And the third aspect we spoke that in our day-to-day life, the Lord is trying to participate with us directly proportionate to our commitment and surrender and tries to engage with us. And last but not least, how holy name of the Lord is a direct form of the Lord by which Srila Prabhupada and all the Vaishnava Acharyas trying to cut short a long route to directly enter into the transcendental realm of spirituality. So, this science of Krishna consciousness which is given by all the Gaudiya Vaishnava Acharyas out of their own experience this has to be experienced by one and all in our own daily capacity. So Jada Bharata's intent of teaching Rahuguna is also from the perspective that don't be superficial, don't use your power and position for sense gratification, don't use the Lord for your needs, rather use and understand the resources that you have is supposed to be engaged and utilized for the pleasure of the Lord. So, as I mentioned in the beginning of this class, these information that Rupa Goswami is giving, Vishnatha Chakravarti Thakura is giving, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is giving, all this information are, even though technical, they are definitely relatable. In one place in Chaitanya Bhagavata, Krishnadas Vrindavandas Thakura is saying, he was explaining about how when someone takes darshan of the transcendental form of the Lord. So, Vrindavandas Thakura is explaining what all transformation, you know, one person can get. He says, all the sins committed up till that point in time gets vanished. One's heart will be free from all the materialistic desires and one develop natural love and affection for the Supreme Lord. Which is the bottom line of all this conversation, exercise. If you did not follow anything that I said, but followed this part, that our duty, love, our duty is to love the Supreme Lord and our duty is to work for the pleasure of the Supreme Lord, then at least we are much, much saved. So, this particular shloka, this particular context 
that we are in which jada bharata is um explaining to explaining to rahuguna is a very basic but fundamental understanding that one need to have that's why the word kshetra gnya is referred that is why achintya beda abeda tatva is qualitatively one and quantitatively different ideology because we are qualitatively one with the supreme lord and quantitatively we are different from the supreme lord so with this all information our configuration our arrangement our bottom line with krishna is made very 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 clear so sometimes when we talk about 100 feet about the ground so we think that what is there for me what is there for me what is there for me but these shlokas these contexts time and again help us to remind that there is so much there for us because it is us who need to refine and transform our consciousness and activities so that krishna and krishnas present around us can be uh, you know can be recognized and we can take advantage of uh, that presence so i would like to stop here and take up there any questions or comments or reflections in this current context because when you take a subject which is of basics in nature which we know that uh, the philosophy that how krishna is supreme personality of god is especially for regular bhagavatam speakers so i always tell them that how much ever basic they are they need definitely some articulation definitely some interactions definitely some sort of a dialogue so if there are any questions or comments or reflections i'll definitely be happy to respond as such we have um, um, technically covered the major items of um, the particular shloka here if there are any further questions i will be you know happy to respond grantra shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shila prabhu pada ki jai nitai gaurav premanande hari hari bol hari krishna any questions or comments hari krishna prabhuji dhanyavad pranams um, you have nicely uh, explained in detail and your take home points and reflections are so uh, wonderful and uh, so uh, almost covered everything how krishna take care uh, krishna and krishna and krishna uh, was wonderful to remember easily uh, summarized into those two words um and also how lord is so merciful that uh, he doesn't leave us at any point of time so just because uh, until we go back home um so you also brought out that point so nicely thank you so much prabhu ji for your wonderful association uh, devotees have any questions or comments uh, feedback please go ahead hari krishna prabhu ji dhanyavaad ஹரிஷ்ணாஷன் so is that it or is more to it prabhu sure prabhupad writes in one of the purports in fifth canto shrimad bhagavatam 
a superb purport is riding. <coughs> I'll just paraphrase that. Shla Prabhupada says, this process of Krishna consciousness is such a sublime process. There is no loss or diminution. But due to conditioning, some practitioners tend to fall down or deviate from this process. Even such candidate, how much ever Krishna consciousness they have practiced, they will be preserved and they will get a next opportunity to continue from the point in their next life. But there are some candidates, when they try to deviate from Krishna, when they try to perform activities against Krishna consciousness, thinking those activities will give them pleasure, Krishna out of his extraordinary kindness upon that person, will not let that person enjoy and will make that person repeatedly fail so much so that he does not have any other go but for surrendering to Krishna in this very life and such a devotee is very special. What a profound statement these are. I mean these are, I am just paraphrasing exact words you all can refer. I, I don't remember the sloka number also now. But this is exactly what Prabhupada says. So it means there are some devotees in this world. Probably, I may mean, I mean not, uh, no, I, I, it's a good scan to some report. Where Prabhupada says that sometimes the devotees are put in, sometimes the practitioner or a sadhaka is put in such a challenge such a scenario that, that he does not have anything else but to surrender to Krishna. So the point I am saying is that in our day-to-day life practicing, if you introspect nicely and say that Prabhu, I am chanting nicely or genuinely, maybe I have my phone faults, I am not faking but I am genuinely trying to practice and my association with devotees have got genuine interest even though I have my own conditioning. My reading has got genuine attachment, even though I may need to refine a lot. If all things are genuine, how is in that world that Krishna will put you in trouble? I think in the last class also we spoke about this point or another forum, I do not know. So Krishna, hence, establishing his stance, he says, I am here to help you. But help comes Sometimes in the form of a flower, sometimes in the form of a you know trouble. So it is a practicing devotee's maturity that he need understand if all my basics are correct, but the net result is seemingly incorrect. That is why the example of Prabhupada's personal life I gave. One need to understand that you need to have a dhairya, you need to have patience because the apparent failure, apparent challenge, apparent displeasure is actually a favor given to somebody. So Kunti Maharani explains this. There's a superb, you know, in teachings of Queen Kunti, in other words, she is very nicely explaining and Prabhupada gives a superb purport. There's a word Kunti Maharani is using. 
She is using the word called Akinchana Gochara. And below Mangala Thakura, in his Chorashtakam, his writing, he says, You are such a thief. Is there anyone in this world who surrenders to you can ever enjoy sense gratification? No. Impossible. You will not let them do it. You are such a thief. You will steal away all my, you know, agendas. So the message here is, the third reflection wise, when we learn to acknowledge, when we learn to recognize, when we are a devotee of the Lord, the Lord will come to you in some of the undefined, unexpected manner also. In case of Draupati, he came in the form of a sari. In case of Srila Prabhupada's personal life, he came in the form of an apparent failure in business. In case of, you know, Sanatana Goswami and uh, uh, some uh, Vasudeva, he came in the form of a disease. Sanatana Goswami had a skin disease. So he was so much suffering with that skin disease. He went to Jagadananda Pandita and said, My dear friend, I feel utmost acute pain. I personally feel that I will not be able to maintain this. I am such a fallen, degraded soul. For the sins that I have committed in my earlier life, or in earlier part of my life, I am facing the consequences. Several things that he has been expressing. So Jagadananda Pandita told Sanatana Goswami, Okay, alright. So better is that if you think you are uh, feeling like this, go to Brindavan and give up your life. Somehow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard this. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming and chastising Jagadananda Pandita, saying that what audacity you have, in what capacity, in what authority, you could say this to Sanatana. So and of course, cut the long story short, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced tightly Sanatana Goswami and as soon as Mahaprabhu embraced, Sanatana Goswami got completely cured. So, there are several episodes. There is a name Chaitanya Mahaprabhu got just because he cured the leprosy of a devotee by name Vasudeva in South India. His Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name was Vasudeva Mrita Dvaja or something like that. So, because just he saved Vasudeva from a leprosy, he, he, he wanted to teach, you look at these devotees. In spite of the challenges, they still worship me, glorify me, give credit to me and take responsibility for that action. So the reflection I want to say is, as practicing devotees, especially in this material world, we will definitely face some experiences which are not expected. At that time, if it is glorious experience, give credit to the Lord. If it is terrible experience, take responsibility for the action. But please, stay put in this process the net result is definitely be going to be glorious because the Lord is giving these experiences for eliminating certain quotients of ourselves does that make sense Prabhu? wonderful wonderful yes Prabhuji so, so, so nicely explained yeah okay. and uh, do you, I mean as uh, we see in so many devotees life examples Devotee know that the Lord is reciprocating them and helping them to go them closer to the Lord and back home, back to God. Yes. So in our life also, devotee realizes, Prabhu, I mean, like normal sadhaka's life, you know, one can have that realization or the knowing that Lord is helping me. 
right i mean devotee will know that because he has devoted his life and when things happen which is favorable for the krishna consciousness he will come to know it's krishna's mercy it's happening and it, that's his uh, uh mean uh, reciprocation in his life technically yes but unfortunately prabhu if the pain is created by some other devotee that's when the problem starts if you get a natural disease if you have naturally failing in your own business you know you can you cannot blame anyone but if suppose some disturbance has been caused by another devotee that's when we become fault finders blaming others making others responsible for your results that's exactly where um, you know shastra explains can you please own up to your own tasks can you please own up to your own action all that you are experiencing is because of what you did nobody is supposed to be blamed here only credits are to be given so the message that we need to somehow take home here is it is easily said than done but is important to be said is please give credit where credit is due and own up take responsibility for your own action so that very soon we will be able to see the res- results in our own life you know pratyaksha vagamam dharmyam susukam kartum avyayam one last point the word challenge in krishna consciousness has got teen three gradations challenge or disturbances or trouble level 1 is for us to experience for the past sinful or offensive activities if somebody is purified of that then they are given level 2 challenges the level 2 challenges is as it is explained in bhagavatam tatteyanu kampanu susumikramanaha where uh, self realized souls go through apparent pain for getting rid of any residual quotients before he go back to back to god so level 2 is mostly or clean but still there may be some residual uh, quotient of um, anarthas dirt purification required like jada barada in this case and level 3 is gopis what mistakes gopis did no mistakes what mistakes uh, you know uh, sanatana goswami or people like that did no mistakes but krishna uses them to demonstrate to all of us saying that look at this devotees how much ever you give pain to them how much ever you give challenge to them they will not move away from me because for them it is immaterial sukher dukher bolo na ko badaner hari naam karo re bhakti vanu takur things they are in that state their happiness or distress for them holy name and krishna prem never changes and they are always in that state so technically speaking challenges are inevitable how do you respond to a challenge defines who you are in krishna consciousness makes sense bro yes bro yes wonderful wonderful yeah our understanding in our life and our response and that, that determines our uh, response understanding of krishna and his mercy that determines our response uh, absolutely wonderful thank you thank you sir any, yeah. any other question bro i have one clarification prabhu i mean uh, sure. this is like a general uh, thing uh, 
I mean, uh, whenever we go out and you know, talk about the Lord, I mean, people say that when we do something good, we give the credit to the Lord. But something happened, it's happened because of our karma. And I give the philosophy, I would like to confirm, is it okay to, you know, say, say that philosophy? So if, uh, if we do good and if we take a, a credit, then we will be puffed up with that credit and we'll fall down. Because of that, to avoid that fall down, we have to give the credit to the Lord. Uh, and and, and if something uh, bad happens, the Lord, Lord is uh, such a merciful, he cannot uh, give trouble to any Jew because he is our eternal father. And anything uh, suffering happening is only because of our bad karma. So is that the right analogy, Prabhu, when you give, it is when give not, to others? I would not say it is a wrong analogy, but I would only say that the first part of your analogy where you say that the reason we are giving credit only to avoid we being puffed up is an incomplete statement. It's definitely a true statement. Mm-hmm. But the complete statement is the credit is given because the truth is we are successful because of the Lord's mercy and Vaishnava's mercy. So it is not just that uh, the credit is given just as a formality. The credit is given because of the truth. The truth is all my success. It is like your son or a daughter goes out and say that you know what? I have grown 18 years by my endeavor. And in the 18 years of journey, there are five years my father and mother gave me hard time of making me study and do a lot of homework. So that's why I now chose to be independent. If they say this, it's a very incomplete statement. They have just narrated their experience in a very amateurish manner. The reality is, 18 years of their growth, every day they're growing is because you and your wife are backing them up, feeding them, looking after them, praying for them, working for them, doing everything positive for them. And if they don't recognize that, somewhere it is a shortfall in their understanding. So it is just not to encourage them to say that stay, give credit, otherwise you will get puffed up. It is not wrong, but it is not complete enough to say that it is just to avoid that. The truth also is, because of the because of the blessings and midas touch of the supreme lord all good things are happening to us does it make sense too yes prabhu yes but one can you know come back with saying that this is the endeavor i have put in so but still we can say that you know yeah that endeavor lord has allowed it and by the mercy of uh, mercy of the lord that endeavor happened and that's how you see see that it's happened because of the lord's mercy in this very shloka, because the answer what? is there. The, in this very shloka, the answer is there. The idea is that endeavor I have put in, I have walked mm-hmm. my path, but the fruition of it is happening because somebody, it is like, I have bought a chandelier, I have made the, made the electrical wire connection, I have, I have purchased the superlative quality switchboards, I have done all my electrical connection, but I have not got connected to the power source. What is the value of all my chandeliers and you know, all the artifacts? The, the value is almost nothing. When it is connected to the powerhouse, when it is connected to the power source, then the value is increasing. That's what Rupa Goswami explained. Krishna, Surya Saman, Mayahar, Antahar. So he says, Krishna is like one. All your accomplishments are like zero. Definitely, all your zeros will be valuable only if there is a one ahead. 
if you remove that one how much ever accomplishments endeavors that you would have made the net result is zero so the establishing point is it is not a probability theory prabhu you see in in a six digit number five digits are mine only one digit is yours so in that capacity you let us remove one and remaining all the five zeros still i am majority it is stupidity it is not a you know who does who did what endeavor and how much it is about because of whom the loop is complete so that credit has to go to that person this is the general understanding that understanding people missing because democratic means only number theory about majority and minority proper says democracy is demon crazy it is not a linear algebra <laughs> it is not a linear theory just because you are too much in number i am too less in number you whatever you say is correct whatever i say is wrong that is not the theory here the authority is the supreme lord the authority is shastra and hence the credit definitely need to be coming in so your endeavor is definitely acknowledged the endeavor is definitely recognized provided the endeavor is attached to the right powerhouse next sense correct correct because ultimately krishna is sitting in one's heart and uh, providing the facility for his endeavor yes 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 you are right and if the endeavor is that in the shloka 13th chapter krishna says anumanta cha i i am the sanctioner and how does krishna sanction Correct. directly proportionate to your endeavor so your endeavor is good that is what is damodar leela endeavor is needed then mercy is also needed damodar leela is complete only when the mercy component came in otherwise damodar leela is still going on probably she is still figuring out how to tie the knot so endeavor makes Correct. it incomplete mercy makes it complete wonderful wonderful yes bro that's clear yeah so thank so you. nicely yeah, thank you so much thank you bro okay any other questions about it reminds me of uh, the that uh, happiness in the mode of goodness yat tad agre amrita pamam phainam visham eva tad sukham rajasam smitam like all the good things actually really good things come through a lot of pain initial pain and the pro path story you were saying uh, all the <laughs> so krishna's mercy also comes yeah, and sometimes through pains apparent pains absolutely prabhu prabhu it is like this i used to give this example like analogy of a pregnant lady actually the pain itself is a pleasure a pregnant lady if she does not get a pain at all she will run to the hospital if the pregnant suppose for example lady is pregnant in the 9 month 36 weeks tenure she never had a vomiting she never had nausea she never had any symptom of pain she had a you know as cool walking as every every time then she really get panicking is something is wrong i am not getting a pain i am not getting vomiting i am not getting so the pain of a pregnant lady whether the child is kicking whether it is nausea whether it is uh, you know uh lousiness feeling sleepiness or whatever that is is actually the symptom of something is happening and very soon i am going to see the result so every time when there is a pain in the acute pain of labor pain happens internally there's a acute happiness because they are going to reap the result of that pain 
So Krishna consciousness, after pain, there is a gain, is a very valid point. I would also have one more perspective. Sometimes the pain itself is the gain. Because in the pain, you see the happiness like a pregnant lady. Next sense, Ru? Yes, Okay, any other question? If you achieve easily, then you will not value also and you will not relish also. I mean, if you go through the, some pain, you, know, you can say, hey, I have earned my Krishna by hard work. I don't want to let it go. True. Prabhupada uh, gives this example is the same uh, similar point for those who are complicated in nature. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Krishna consciousness is simple for simple-minded and complicated for difficult people. Because of our current education system, we have become slightly complicated in our uh, thinking. So we will have to mm-hmm. accomplish the simple things in a complicated way and that way we feel accomplished. But Vrindavan Vasis and some simple devotees they actually don't want complication. That is why they don't understand philosophy and if you go and tell them Krishna is supreme personality of Godhead, they'll say get lost. <laughs> For them, Krishna is my friend, Krishna is my family, Krishna is my lover and I'm enjoying. 14th chapter of Nectar of Devotion, first, chap- first paragraph. Srila Prabhupada writes, Knowledge and renunciation. Prabhupada writes this, Many preachers, many practitioners will say, that knowledge and renunciation are very important in one's spiritual journey. That is mm-hmm. partially true. But knowledge and renunciation are not everything. Over and above knowledge and renunciation, one has to develop a sense of sincerity and sentimental feeling for the Supreme Lord. I am just paraphrasing them. This is from 14th chapter of Nectar of Devotion, first paragraph. Anyway, I got it. Some scholars, I got it. Some scholars recommend the knowledge and renunciation are important factors for elevating oneself to devotional service. But actually that is not a fact. Actually the cultivation of knowledge or renunciation which are favorable for achieving a footing in Krishna consciousness may be accepted in the beginning. But ultimately they may also come to be rejected for devotional service is dependent on nothing other than sentiment or desire for such service. It requires nothing more than sincerity. So, it's very interesting. Desire for self, uh, uh, sincere service or self-service, what was the word? Desire for? Desire for such service, it requires such nothing service. more than sincerity. Yeah. Sincerity, yeah, yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah, I mean, who are like knowledgeable and uh, scholarly or too much jnana, they need the knowledge and the renunciation. But who are like sure. brajwasis, you know? Simple-minded, simple directly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's well, us, well, it well, is, well said. It is like this, Prabhu. If you, Arjuna, how did he accept knowledge? He first surrendered to Krishna, accepted Krishna's authority, then he started to, you know, then knowledge was revealed. What is the current scenario? You first give the knowledge and prove it. Let me practice and try it out. If I like it, I will accept it. That's our mindset. Correct. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. For, for us to accept <laughs> Krishna consciousness, we need to get into Arjuna's shoes. That is why Prabhupada writes, Bhagavad Gita can only be understood only if you have the mindset of Arjuna. First, accept the authority. Second, accept your stupidity. Third, knowledge will flow in. So, in our case, we don't do that. We want first the uh, other what? person to prove his point. We will never accept our stupidity. If he like it, probably we will accept it. 
that's wonderful wonderful prabhu if you want to understand you have to realize hey i i don't know and come to the lower position then the things will start flowing exactly yeah wonderful yes bro i mean you you give so much so many concepts prabhu that's valid and help us to you know progress in uh, krishna consciousness and these concepts can be used in regular life also bro. oh yeah oh yeah it's definitely you know day to day every day every day every moment yes yes wonderful thank you i really enjoy and relish your uh, nectarian class bro. thank you so much for uh, finding time and giving this jokes and so, pearls to us proper, really okay any other last closing comments otherwise we can end the session thank you so much always your enlightenment and lecture thank you so much for your wonderful appreciation um on both bhagavatam and bhagavad gita sessions ಮಂಚಕಲ್ಪತರೂಪ್ಯಸ್ಯಾಂಚಿಂಗ್ರಂಥರಾಜ್ಯ